through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did, did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. That is God's word. Thanks, George, for reading that, and uh, good morning and Happy New Year to, to everyone this, this morning. This uh, reading is often read at carol services, was always read at carol services uh, that I've been to, followed by Heart the Herald Angels Sing. We're not going to uh, sing Heart the Herald later, um, which is disappointing, I know, but, uh, uh, but we are going to use this uh, not as a Christmas reading, but as a New Year uh, reading, because uh, it's not just a, a reading for one day of, of the year, it's a reading about the foundations of who Jesus is, and therefore a great way to start 2022. As we begin, let's pray to, together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your words. Thank you that you re revealed your glory in the Lord Jesus. And we pray that as we look at these words about Jesus this morning, that uh, as we look at this truth, the fullness of grace, the life, that we'll see more of your glory, uh, that we'll be filled uh, with the majesty, the love, the gentleness, the kindness, the salvation of the Lord Jesus, and that that will, will transform us this, this morning and set us on a, a great path for this new year. So teach us, we pray, Father. Forgive us, cleanse us, prepare us to be your servants this year. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, one of the great things I've enjoyed uh, in this last year has been being a granddad. And uh, we, uh, Rachel and I, uh, go and look after our grandchildren um, every couple of weeks uh, for a Monday while our daughter uh, works. And they live in Cardiff. And there was uh, a few weeks ago, we were in, in Cardiff, and it was a very wet Monday morning. And we thought, what can we do with the, the twins on a wet Monday morning? So we thought, I, I know. 
we'll go to Ikea. So, so we went to, to Ikea and um, we uh, took them to the children's department and Millie and B loved the children's department. They, they, there were cages full of stuffed toys and they pulled out all the stuffed toys and the dinosaurs and, and different cuddly bears and played with them and then they found the train set, huge train set and they played with the train set and then the dolls houses and all sorts of toys and they had a lovely, lovely time. And then we said, okay, it's uh, time to go now. So they gently put all of the um, stuffed toys back in the cages and the train set back on the train set and the doll's house uh, back together and took our hands and walked out of the store without asking for anything, without uh, saying, can we take this, this home? They'd had a fantastic time. They'd enjoyed it, but they didn't realize that actually they could have that enjoyment through the year, not just uh, for a couple of hours. And I think often that's how Christmas uh, can, can be in, in our culture. We can have a fantastic time. There's so many things we've enjoyed in the last few days about Christmas, particularly all the puddings uh, that we can eat and uh, uh, the different celebrations that, that we can have. But the danger is that we put the decorations uh, back in the drawer on the 5th of January and then forget about it for, for the rest of the year, not realizing that Christmas is about life. That's, that's what this passage is about, isn't it? It's about the Lord Jesus who is the fullness of life and offers that so that it enlightens us, transforms us, changes us radically, completely and for all eternity. And how do we therefore enjoy Christmas and the, the Christmas gift of the Lord Jesus through the year? Well, I think um, uh, the, the statement that we're going to look at to, today is by treasuring Jesus. Not just by knowing a little bit about him, but treasuring him. And I use that word deliberately because that's the word uh, that describes how Mary responds to the Christmas story. So in Luke's gospel, in the Christmas narrative in Luke, uh, we read that the angels declare the glory of the Lord. And they declare the favor of God that is going to rest on, on all people because of the, the Savior who has been born. And what does Mary then do? Does she say, oh, that's interesting, and, and just ignore it? No. What we read is that Mary then treasures all that she has seen and heard in her heart. What does that mean, to, to treasure? I've often wondered, you know, what did Mary think about? I mean, that just blows your mind, doesn't it? Of all the things uh, that, that she uh, could have encountered. Well, to treasure means to value something and to gain value from it. If I treasure an item, I find it significant to me, and I invest my love and my devotion in keeping it and pleasing it, especially if the it is a person, uh, my, my treasure. At the end of uh, Christmas, um, I'm sure like uh, everyone else, uh, you'll, you'll know that experience of em emptying sacks full of, of uh, wrapping paper, used wrapping paper, and empty cardboard boxes uh, into the recycling bins, uh, as we, we've done uh, several times uh, at the, in, the, in the ground floor of our, our apartment block. But uh, if someone was to take my manuscript for my book uh, that is on my, my desk with lots of handwritten uh, notes and, and amendments on it and put that in the recycling bin, do you think I'd be pleased? No. I treasure that. Why? 
because it has significance, because I've invested uh, in it, uh, because it uh, has meaning going on. Very different from the wrapping paper that we just casually throw uh, away. We treasure what matters to us. And the question, therefore, today as we start this new year is, do we treasure the Lord Jesus? Is he our treasure? Does does he matter to us as we go into this year? Is that the treasure? Is he the treasure that we're going to hold on to, uh, receive from, invest in, uh, relating to, and walking with him through this, this coming year? And how do we do that? Well, by knowing more of, of his treasure, knowing more of who he is and uh, what he gives. And that's what John uh, saw in verse 14 of, of our passage, the conclusion of the passage that uh, we've just heard read. Verse 14, we have seen what, as we look at the word made flesh, Jesus, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Glory is the manifestation of God on this, this earth. It's the visible evidence of, of God that we see on, on this earth. And what does John say is that, that the chief visible evidence, what is that the most important thing, the most obvious thing, it's the fullness of two aspects of, of God, grace and, and truth. Truth is the foundation of our life in relationship with God. Without truth, uh, there, is, there is no, there's no uh, way of following uh, a God. If we don't know who, who, what he's like, uh, then we can't have confidence. We can't invest uh, in, in God. The, the more we know the truth of God, the more our faith is founded on reality. Of, of God, but we also need grace because truth on its own shows that actually we don't deserve to approach God, and therefore we need God's grace, His unconditional favor and love. That's what grace is unmerited favor given as a gift. So, as the glory of God is revealed by the angels, what do the angels declare? A savior has been born. That's the truth part, part isn't it? A savior and God's favor, as a result, will rest upon those uh, to to whom he comes. Those who receive him receive favor, forgiveness, unmerited uh, forgiveness. And therefore, these two words go together, and they sum up the glory of of God. Uh, Just like um, G and T, gin and tonic, uh, goes goes together. That's a good way of remembering. Uh, What's the glory of God? G and T. Uh, Grace and and truth. And these words have actually gone together all the way through the the Bible. So um, in um, in Exodus, uh, Moses asks God to to reveal more about himself. Moses longs to know more about God. And he he says, God, show me your glory in Exodus 33, verse 18. And what happens then? The Lord passes in front of him and says this, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. 
I'm going to repeat that because it's a very, very crucial uh, statement by God. Early on, uh, God's saying, this, this is how he wants to reveal himself. Let's listen again. The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. So what does the Lord proclaim that he's full of? He says he's abounding in two things, doesn't he? In love and faithfulness. The the Hebrew word for for love uh, here is um, hesed. Uh, which is the word for, for covenant love. It, it describes God's mercy. It's, it's a grace word uh, uh, um, in, in its, its, its meaning. And then uh, the word for faithfulness is the, the Hebrew word uh, met, uh, which is um, the word for, for faithfulness, which can also be translated truth. It's, it's God's character. That he's always consistent, always truthful. We, we can always uh, know where we stand uh, with, with God. Absolute uh, transparency uh, 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 about him. So God is faithful and true. He's gracious and merciful. And that's what he has in abundance. Not just a little bit, but overflowing. Now, um, I'm just going to uh, use an example, and that's uh, this, this glass of water. Now, uh, is this glass of water full? No. Uh, ah, that's, that's good. No, it's certainly not full. Now, um, if I want to make this glass full, how, how much water do I need to put in? Is the glass full now? It would be if I was going to give this to a million that would be quite sufficient uh, for, for a glass. No, but God's love, when it says the fullness, the abundance, the abundance word doesn't mean full to, to the brim. It means brimming over. That's what, has, that's what God's faithfulness is, is about. And we, that is the God that we can encounter. The God that we treasure is not a God who just has just enough to, to get by. Of, of love and faithfulness, of truth and grace. No, the fullness. That's, that's what John says. The abundance of, of this. We can come to God and know that there's always plenty. The shelves never run out and never empty. God abundant in, in the, the nature of grace and, and, and truth. So the question is, as we start this new year, are we making the grace and truth of of Jesus, the treasure that is abundant in our lives? Are we seeking that in in abundance? Are we wanting to to know more of that uh, day by day? The problem is that we can get a a little bit of Jesus and uh, mistake that for the real thing. It's about, to use a very negative example, but quite topical at the moment, it's a little bit like a vaccine. Uh, a vaccine gives you a little bit of COVID, doesn't it? I think, technically, or something, something like that. Or it gives you a little bit of something that protects you against the real thing. And that can be often what, what happens with, with Jesus. If you have a little bit of Jesus, yeah, I'm a Christian, yeah, I, I believe, and yeah, I go to church sometimes and I pray and, and, and stuff. But actually, we're inoculated against the real thing. We don't have the abundance. We don't have the treasure uh, that's uh, treasured in, in our, our heart. 
in verse 4, John says, In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. But is the life of Jesus enlightening us? Is that uh, changing our thinking about this new year? Is it changing our relationships? Is it changing our attitudes? Is it transforming us in our character, in our our lifestyle? The true light, verse verse 9, that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. That's the issue. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. He gives life. He is life. And yet we don't receive that life. That, that's the, the, the danger. How often do we, are we offered the treasure of, of Christ and yet we shut the door in his face. Jesus in, in Revelation says, I stand at the door and knock. Anyone who will open the door, I will come in and make my home with them. And yet we slam the door. We don't open the door. We don't receive the, the, the treasure. In Jeremiah uh, chapter 2, uh, God says this, I remember the devotion of your youth. How as a bride you loved me and followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of his harvest. All who devoured her were, were held guilty and disaster overtook them, declares the Lord. Uh, so it started amazing in your youth, but then you strayed far from me, he goes on to say. And your lands became uh, one of deserts and utter darkness and drought. And then this is the conclusion. Be appalled at this, God says, you heavens, and shudder with great horror, declares the Lord. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Are we coming to the Lord Jesus, the well of living water, the abundant well, and drinking? That's what it means to to treasure God and the Lord Jesus in 2022. And to help us do that, there are three treasures in particular that uh, John uh, refers to that I think it would just be useful for us to to focus on just for for a moment uh, as we look at this passage. And the first is, when we treasure Jesus, we're treasuring the creator God. Verse 1 of our passage. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus, the Word, the Logos, was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Now, those are very familiar words, but they can, because they're familiar, just wash over us, can't they? Yeah, I know, I know that, Andrew. You know, tell me something new. Tell me something interesting. But actually, it's a wow. It should actually excite us every single day, shouldn't it? The the Lord Jesus that I talk to, the Lord Jesus at the right hand of the Father, who I speak to when I enter the throne room of grace, is the one who puts every atom and molecule into place. The one through whom everything was made. The God who speaks... And I read uh, his words and his teaching. The God who loves me is the God at the center of creation. And all-powerful. Not just a sort of superhero with a bit of uh, Spider-Man power, but the all-powerful creator 
of everything. As Jesus shares bread, he's sharing from the atoms and molecules that he's, he's made. As Jesus walks on water, he's walking on something that the physics of, of which he, he created and, and understands. Treasuring Jesus means treasuring the one who is absolutely in control, who is absolutely powerful and absolutely trustworthy, therefore. The God who we can absolutely rely on knowing that he'll never let us down. Treasuring Jesus means accepting he is God and we're not, and therefore living in faithful trust of him, walking with him, taking his hand, and listening to his, his bidding, his love, his encouragement, his challenge, his, his challenge about our sin his encouragement about his purposes for, for us. Treasuring Jesus starts with understanding that he is the creator God. Secondly, when we treasure Jesus, we treasure the life-giving God. Verse four, in him was life. So what is Jesus all about? He's all about life. And the, that life was the light of all mankind. The logos has a telos, that's the sort of technical uh, way of putting it. The logos, the, the, the word, has a purpose. Telos is, is about purpose. And the purpose is to bring us to God. Verse 11 is the, the key verses. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. He gives life. And what is life? It's becoming children of God. And again, we can take that just really, really for granted, can't we? As, as we start the year, so yeah, I'm a child of God and uh, sing about that. But is it a wow moment? You know, I can call the almighty God of the universe my father. I can speak to him and he smiles back at me. He loves me. He cares for, for me. He has my interests at heart. That is life. And is it a life we treasure? Is it a life we enjoy? Is it a life that we, we invest in? Spending time with God in, in prayer and uh, in, in his, his, his scriptures. Christianity is not a, a concept. It's a relationship. I think sometimes we can uh, uh, talk in sort of technical terms about Christianity uh, and uh, without sort of remembering that our faith is a faith of love, of being loved by God and being in love with God. That is the treasure, that's the joy, the excitement as we go in, into to the new uh, year. And we need both, don't we? We need truth and grace. Truth on, on its own is very dull, isn't it? Uh, just follow rules and uh, just be, be obedient. Grace on its own is uh, all over the place. You know, if, if God doesn't really care about truth, uh, we can do whatever we like. You know, uh, follow, your, follow your heart is the, the dreadful, dreadful phrase that uh, gets trotted out by people all, all the time. No, not to follow your heart. Follow the treasure that is in Christ. Follow Christ. We need truth and grace. Truth on its own, dry. Grace on its own, 
just uh, completely un unrooted. Truth and grace together is treasure of, of huge value. So when we treasure Jesus, we treasure the creator God, the, the life-giving God, and thirdly, the incarnate God. Verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son. So Jesus, the fullness of God, becomes a human being. And again, that is a treasure that has huge impact for, for us uh, right, right now. It means that Jesus has been through everything that we, we're going through. You may not have had COVID-19, but he's known, knows much more about disease than Van Tam or any, any of the scientists in, in our, our country. He knows about suffering. He was hated. He, he suffered. He was tempted in every way, and yet without sin, and yet without uh, hitting back. He shows that perfect life, but a life that understands fully. And therefore, we can approach God knowing that he's a God who understands, sympathizes, understands our, our weakness. There's um, that, that story of uh, someone in a cave and calling out and people uh, shouting from the top of the cave, oh, you'll be okay, it'll, it'll, it'll be okay in the end. And then someone coming down into the cave and uh, showing empathy and sympathy. And that's what Jesus does. He comes into our world. And therefore, what does that mean? Well, the treasure is we can approach the Lord Jesus in the throne room of grace. And he understands. We can, we can talk to him about anything that we're feeling, that we're, we're uh, going through. He is the truth. Therefore, we, can, uh, we must confess our sins out to him and talk about that because he knows it already. But he's gracious. He will forgive. He knows about our brokenness. He, he knows about our suffering our hopes and our dreams. Are we talking to him? Do we treasure that time with him in the throne of, of grace? I was at the um, Arsenal uh, Man City game uh, yesterday at the Emirates and uh, I was uh, quite intrigued that the, um, the Arsenal fans shouted about the ref uh, several times during the, the match and basically the chant went like this, ref, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're doing. Now, uh, can you imagine that the ref didn't really get a, a very uh, loud uh, applause at, at the end of, of the match? Uh, they didn't really treasure uh, the, the ref, but um, uh, um, the, um, the players, the Arsenal players, got huge uh, applause particularly because Saka, um, when he uh, was, was um, substituted towards the end of the match, everyone in the stadium stood and applauded uh, as he, he went off. Treasured what he'd done. Treasured his skill. And uh, because it, it meant something. And I wonder, you know, do we have that same attitude of, of adoration for the Lord Jesus? 
They're human people. We, we treasure and we applaud and we laud them. But what about the Lord Jesus? Is he the, the hero in, in our life? Is he the one who, who we go to to receive from grace and, and truth? Three practices I'm just going to suggest very briefly as, as we close. Uh, and they all begin with S. Three S's. The first practice is uh, say good morning, Lord, when you wake up. Okay? Can you promise to me that this, this year? That the first thing you do when you wake up, when your alarm goes off, isn't to grab your phone and check your messages. Can you promise me that before you grab your phone and check your messages, you will say, good morning, Lord, this is the day you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'll go into this day with grace and truth, treasuring you, Lord. Start the day by saying good morning, Lord. Secondly, this year, can we smile as we talk to, to the Lord? I, I have to say, the people who've influenced me most in my relationship with, with the Lord Jesus are people who are just so in love with, with the Lord. When they, when they talk to, to the Lord in prayer, you know, there's a smile all over their face. Just like, you know, if I'm, I'm talking to someone I, I love, I, I'm going to smile at them. If someone that uh, is being hostile to me, you know, I'm going to be quite sullen and, and severe. But you can't help smiling, can you, when you love someone? Let's smile at, at the Lord Jesus as, as we pray to him. Say good morning, smile as you talk, and th thirdly, speak truth. Let's, let's take this agreement that will speak truth to the source and the fullness of grace and truth. Not to hide and pretend with him. He can't be deceived. But let's pour out our hearts to him. And as we do, the more we pour out our hearts, the more he'll pour our, his grace into our hearts. That's the amazing treasure, the amazing glory that we can receive. So what are we going to do in 2022? We're going to treasure Jesus. We're going to walk with him by his Holy Spirit day by day as he walks with us and knowing his grace and truth. Let's, let's uh, just spend a moment in, in quiet. And then as, as we continue in, in praise and worship, there's uh, lots of time now to, to pray. Um, we're not going to have uh, people praying uh, with us because of uh, COVID restrictions, but that doesn't stop you praying. Uh, as, as where you are going to, to kneel if you want to. But let's just spend a moment going into the throne room of grace. Let's smile at the Lord Jesus. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are the fullness of grace and truth. I want to know more of that. I want to walk with you in that grace and truth this, this year. Let's spend this time doing that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love and your, your faithfulness to, to us. Thank you that you've not left us separated from you, but you've, you've brought us home in your son, the Lord Jesus. And Father, we, we just long that this year will be a year where you are our ultimate joy and treasure. And this year that we know abundance of grace and truth. So 
Fill us, we pray. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your love and your joy. Fill our minds with your truth and our lives with your truth. In Jesus' name, amen.